All right, well, thank you for tuning in to, I guess, the third episode of this mini-series on clickbait. Win the war for your mind in the age of distraction. And at this point, we've broken down a lot of what the family business has helped me discover in my own life. And then experience and all of that has really just confirmed to be true for everybody. And that's looking at the many voices really coming at us for our attention and the different clickbaits that the enemy may use. Again, it's not the only clickbait out there, but it's it's good places to start. And so when we look at the solutions to this, as I believe every message, every podcast, every book, everything should have something that connects everybody, but also a problem and a solution. If we don't have a solution, then it's just kind of, you know, um, doomsday preaching. It's it's hellfire and brimstone. It's There's nothing you can do about it. Sometimes if there's no problem and it's just a solution, then really all we're doing is we're just doing a bunch of motivational talks. But this actually breaks down the solutions. And one of the big things that I try to, to hammer down in this book, but also in my life, it's important to know you don't have one thing wrong with you. So there won't just be one fix. There's not just one thing wrong with me. So I don't have a quick fix. Now, yes, Jesus fixes everything. And, and when I accept Jesus, my one eternal problem is fixed. But even after that acceptance of who my Lord and Savior is, I have to work out my salvation. And that means there are things wrong with me. So I'm not going to have just a quick fix. And that's really important to know because so many books present it like, you've got one problem and I have the one solution. Whether it's for the economy, the country, or your life, it's like, oh, there's one problem and we've got one solution. But the Bible doesn't present anything like that. So the truth is, we have a lot of things wrong with us. So we have solutions that are part of the answer, part of the time. I kind of break it down this way. It's kind of like the tires on a car. The truth is, they're not the most expensive thing in that car, but you're not going very far without four working tires. There's really expensive and confusing and important pieces on the inside of that car, but if you don't have four working tires, you're not going very far. You know, right now my car for whatever reason, even though it's somewhat, you know, it's a newer car. It's not new, but it's a newer car. I can't get the windshield wipers to squirt the water out, but my tires are fine. Everything else works. So I keep driving that car. I'm not going to take it in just to get that fixed. But man, everything could be working. And if one tire isn't working, you can't drive that car. So it's important to understand that some of the solutions presented in this book, they're like the four tires. Some of the solutions that I'm going to present now, all they are, are tires. And if you just take care of them, even though there may be other problems, you will continue to see your life move in the direction of everything God has called you to experience and to be. And those those tires are laid out pretty simply, but the truth is you need to understand you were born for this time. You were. God, in all of his knowledge, did not make a mistake making sure you were born now. I'm telling you, you have to understand you were born for this, which basically means I have to step up to the plate. Whatever it is I'm fighting through, maybe it's a lifestyle I've lived that is not godly. Maybe it's an identity I've accepted that is not godly. Whatever I've bought 
into. I have to step up to the plate. I'm not going to get a second shot at this thing. I'm not going to get another life to get to try this whole thing again. So yeah, maybe you've wasted time up to this point, but you're not going to gain more time. So you might as well stop wasting time and start taking advantage of some of the material in this book and the Bible and church and really start to push your life and build the life that you want. The other is really understanding the people that we put into the gaps of our lives. You know, if you do have an issue with your tire and you don't know how to fix it or you don't know where to get a new one, you've got to ask somebody else. If you don't feel very good, you've got to go to a doctor who can try to find out what's wrong. And the truth is, once they tell you, you just fully believe it. You see, there are gaps in our lives from what we're experiencing to what we want to experience. And the truth is, if we don't know how to make that gap up, we fill it with people to fill that gap. Maybe you bought you know, this book or you're watching this in order to fill a particular gap and you're letting me and this content fill that gap. Well, it's really important to understand who you're sending into the different gaps. The Israelites sent 12 spies in and 12 spies came out and nobody thought, should we listen to spies? Because they were talking about giants. So why would I listen to a spy? Why wouldn't I listen to a warrior? The, the question should have been, okay, well, let's ask the warriors now. Hey, can we take the giants? But they didn't. They trusted the people they sent into the gaps. And sadly, so many people these days are sending podcasters. They're sending teachers. They're sending politicians into the spiritual gaps of their lives. And they're wondering why they don't like the results. That's why the truth is, and it's not the deepest thing in the entire world, but that's why one of the tires in your life has to be a good pastor. You're not going to be able to manage your thought life well if you don't have good godly authority in your corner, not on social media, not through TV, in your corner. Again, it's not the most life-changing news, but man, let me tell you, you're not going anywhere without four working tires. And the other is, is pretty simple. You need a good church. You need a good church. And this goes in line with the good pastor because the truth of the matter is a good pastor is going to make a good church. So somebody who doesn't have a good church, they're probably not that person you should be listening to. Rehoboam learned this real quick. You are who you listen to. And so you need a good church. You need people that can come around you and use their experiences to help you. And I was talking to my wife very recently. I said, you know, boundaries are so important with family, with, with, with work, with school. Fa boundaries are important, but we will never draw a boundary on the church because we have everything we have because of the community of the church, because of the gathering of the saints. When you look at what the Word says about church, that we gather to encourage one another in the saints to, to sing songs of praise, why would we ever want to miss that? I know people have been hurt by church, but people have been hurt by everything. I know for a fact people have gotten sick at McDonald's and they go back to McDonald's. Truth is, we need the church. And the last thing is understanding this, and this is honestly, this is a big one, but it's understanding that sometimes you're going to have to move forward in life without knowing why. Maybe you're somebody who really has, has gone through something hard, or maybe this material is, is challenging you to, to go back on something and you feel like you've lost so much time, energy, or whatever, and, and, and 
you, you might get to that point where you start asking God why, but I want you to know God's why, why he let you go through this, that, that answer pulls you into your future. And you have to understand that sometimes you've got to move forward without wondering why, because whatever's going on, God is using to pull you into your future. At the same time, the enemy's trying to use, you, use it to pull you into nothingness, which is your past. But you have to understand that one of these tires that's always going to be working well is going to be an understanding that sometimes I just have to get up and move forward without knowing why. And all of this really comes in to the main part of the solution. And that's understanding that we have a teammate in this whole fight of clickbait. We're not alone in the battle for our thoughts. We just aren't. The word says that God wants to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We have a partner. And if we keep trying to fight all these things, answer every question, deal with every what if, we will get tired and we will lose. But if we let God answer those questions, if Eve would have let everything the serpent said just fall to the ground and never responded to it, never felt the need to correct him, just walked away, there would be a day where God dealt with the serpent. And he still will. But you and I should never engage with this clickbait. We should never have follow-up conversations with it. But what if, oh, no, let it all hit the ground and let God take care of it. You have a teammate in this whole thing. And so this is really what clickbait is about. It's understanding that, man, this problem, it's not just one problem. The enemy's not trying to knock me out. He's trying to cut me little by little by little to where eventually I take myself out. And that's why it's important to recognize that I have a partner. I have somebody who wants to help me, who wants to fight for me, not just with me, but for me. And so I hope when this book, September 13th, I, I, I hope you dive into this material. I hope you, you, you step up to the plate in this battle against clickbait and you let God fight this battle for you. I hope you identify areas of your life where you've believed a lie, dubious value, something that's just not true. And you recognize that whenever the enemy's talking, he's lying. I hope you lean into the right voices so you can make the right choices. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Stay tuned for the next one. Thanks for listening to the Family Business Podcast with the Alessis. We appreciate you listening and learning with us as we just shared more about the family business. You know, I bet there's someone you know who could use this kind of advice, encouragement. So make sure to share this episode with them and their family, because let's face it, family is everyone's business. If you want to be a part of our family, subscribe to the show right now on your favorite app and make sure to download the episodes so you can hear them at any time. Oh, and one more thing. One of the best ways to help us spread the word about the family business with the Alessis is by reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app. So help us out, write a review, and join us next time at the Family Business Podcast with the Alessis.